I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talking about the bridges, seaport. Even from the seats in the upper decks, you can see the seashore. Tailgate function with the corny aside. Just walk from the tribal building for the Padres. I'm on it. Yeah, because for the 619, we'll knock you down. Anything for the brown, put it on the town. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby says you want to go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 248 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden here with Jacob Zimmerman, my cousin. Padres just lost 5-3 to to the Dodgers in Game 1 of the National League Division Series. Uh, that was a frustrating one. Definitely from the start, it got better there around the fifth inning. Julio Arias didn't have a great fifth inning there. And then it got definitely more interesting when Dave Roberts decided to put himself in the game and make that move early, having Arias only throw less than 80 pitches, pull him, bring in bullpen arms. Sixth inning, Padres have chances, first and second, no outs, and they don't get any runs from that. That was disappointing. Uh, There was an error by Myers while Clev, I believe, was still pitching that gave the Dodgers their fourth run. There were just different spots now where now you look back and the game's over where you can pick apart and it's like, well, if this didn't happen, if Myers didn't make an error, or if the Myers smashed a 100-mile-an-hour double play, you know, went a couple feet to the right, that would have been a run. It would have been one out with first and third, probably, with Manny on third. Um, I mean, you know, if Clev didn't miss location on a couple guys, it didn't even have to be the guys that came up with the RBIs, but maybe the guys that doubled before 
the RBIs came. You know, just there's little stuff that you pick apart now. It's like, man, they could have had this game. Um, I'm sure Jacob's probably going to have the same reaction. Uh, but for me, it's not the end of the world. They weren't supposed to win today's game. Now, obviously, it's still disappointing that they didn't win the game because it was competitive. I'm happy that it was competitive because it was not competitive at the beginning. It was like, oh, no, here we go again. This is embarrassing. Uh, almost like punt the game. But then the offense came through. The bullpen was lights out, five and a third shutout innings. It's just disappointing because the game was close after not being close. And then when you look back on it, you, there's just a few mistakes. Uh, and I think the bottom line is the Padres made more mistakes than the Dodgers did today. And that's why the Dodgers won and the Padres are down 0-1. And tomorrow is the biggest game of the season. You, Darvish, on the mound. I mean, there's no one else I guess I'd rather have except our ace. I mean, Musgrove as well, but it's not an elimination game. Um, he's got to win tomorrow, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's a given. I mean, after today, you know, uh, our bullpen kind of got taxed, so we're going to need, you know, a pretty dominant performance from you, Darvish, to go at least. I'd say six, maybe even seven, um, just because of how many arms we use today. Um, yeah. I mean, we do still have a couple, obviously, but you want to save as much as you can. Um, I mean, Clevenger not even going three innings really did put a nail kind of in that coffin, I feel. Yeah. Um, just from the beginning, they controlled all that momentum. Um, I mean, we got a little bit of it back, I'd say. Um, you know, a few things maybe go our way. Uh, maybe we're looking at a different ball game, but at the end of the day, it was just uh, – Poor pitching in the beginning and the momentum just kind of carried on throughout the rest of the game. And uh, we're going to have to show up tomorrow. We got to steal at least one. Tomorrow's the biggest game of the year, as you said. And I agree. Yeah. I mean, with Clev, I mean, obviously, I think that's the story. Like, if Clev wasn't bad, the Padres would have been in this game. Maybe they win this game. Um, I was going into this game expecting like four innings from him, maybe five, two yeah. times around the order. Uh, and, you know, five innings, two runs, I'd be happy with, but that's not what happened. I mean, Clev, he didn't even make it through three innings, and he gave up four earned runs, walked two guys, gave up the home run to Trey Turner, uh, just mislocation after mislocation. I mean, the Trey Turner home run missed his spot. Uh, the single to uh, Max Muncy missed his spot. I think wanted it uh, pitch up and in. Middle, I know it was a ground ball, but it's the shift. You, I mean, he missed his spot still. That's the bottom line. Um, you had the Will Smith double. Missed his spot there. The uh, fourth run that he gave up, he didn't miss his spot. I was just kind of curious why Austin Nola wanted the pitch to be fastball up and up middle of the zone. And that's where Clev put it. And it ended up being a double down the line. The Will, the Will Smith double, I mean, Nola wanted that pitch down and away, and it ends up going right over the middle of the plate. It was down, but Will Smith likes the ball down. I believe he homered off uh, one of the Padre pitchers earlier this year on one of those balls. So it was just a story of mislocation. Bomel said it during the game, and that's what made it frustrating. I mean, the bullpen did their job, and I was just, I guess I was expecting a little bit better out of Clev. I wasn't going in here and expecting him to pitch like Joe Musgrove did on Sunday night or anything. Four innings, five innings, and two or maybe even three runs. But as we saw, the three-run expectation or the two-run expectation, 
That's yeah. a whole lot different than what happened. Those two extra runs that he allowed were huge. Padres lost by two. Yeah. Now, you could talk about Will Myers and the air, and obviously, as a fan base as a whole, we were like, yeah, Will didn't really step up offensively in that series against the Mets, but he was great defensively, mm-hmm. so I'm fine with that. Well, he st- I mean, he had a homer tonight. He stepped up offensively. He smashed that ball in the sixth, but he didn't show up defensively as well, so I guess we can't, like, pick and choose. We kind of have to be like, no, let's be great defensively all the time and hope that the offense comes around, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's all you really can do. Um, you know, you can only control what you can really can, can control. And, I mean, you know, little mistakes like that are obviously going to end up hurting us. You know, as a, as a San Diego team, you know, any little mistake we make is going to come back and haunt us, I feel. Um, you know, I knew once Myers couldn't ground that ball, it was going to end up turning into something. Um, and, obviously, the bases were loaded. So, you know, right. it was a run right then and there. But um, it was just little things like that, you know, obviously – there were a bunch of other little mistakes like that. Um, but it's just one thing after another, it adds up, um, at the end of the, you just got to watch this game at the end of the day after everything that's happened, you know? Yeah. And on the other side of things, it didn't help that Julio Arias was pitching yeah. really, really well. Was that um, like 18 straight strikes or something like that? I mean, yeah, but that part, that was, that was like being exaggerated by the broadcast yeah. booth. I mean, holy cow, they wouldn't shut up, but, like, 18 well, no. straight strikes. No, it wasn't 18 straight strikes. The umpire was giving them some strikes there. Oh, yeah, there, um, yeah, for sure. And so the umpire helped out there with Arias. But also, I mean, Arias, he he was confident. He attacked mm-hmm. the Padres early on there, those first couple innings, first three innings, and the Padres couldn't do anything. Um, some of it was looking. Some of it was expanding the strike zone, I thought, when they didn't really need to. Um you know, later in the game, I mean, we could talk about Urias uh, and Dave Roberts when he pulled him. I was really surprised by that. But, yeah. like, later in the game, Crony had that – it was his second to last that bad, I think. And it was an 0-1 pitch, fastball outside, called a strike. Vessi is pitching, and it totally changes the at-bat. It's instead of 1-1, now it's 0-2, and he gets a nasty breaking ball that he has no yeah. chance on. So just little things like that. I mean, Crony got two hits tonight. So for all those people that wanted him not in the lineup, there you go. Just how about have a little bit of faith. Let's see how that works out. Uh, we saw how faith worked out with Grisham against the Mets in that series. So just take a chill pill with that. But, I mean, the offense, I can't get too mad at the offense, especially like that sixth inning. The sixth inning is going to get brought up. Um, first and second, no outs. Yeah, you could say uh, about the offense. I'll get to the sixth inning here. About the offense, yeah, Manny and Soto, they should have come through. Or, they, you know, Manny, I guess he's that pitch, you know, Gratterall, first pitch, he swings, fastball. I know he's trying to be aggressive, but first pitch, it's not a great pitch. Gratterall totally missed his spot. It was high. I think it was a strike still, but it was high. Yeah. And he popped it up. Soto kind of had a lazy flyout, I believe, in his last at-bat. You can make the argument they should have done more. And I'll be okay with that. Like, I'm not going to, you know, Rebut, you know, I'm not going to yeah. get mad at you for saying that. Um, but like that sixth inning, I can't really get mad at the offense. Uh, as a whole, I mean, they were down 5 nothing, battled back, Myers with the home run. They were playing team baseball. You had the sack fly by Nola after Grish had the ground ball. Should have Matt Williams sent Crony? I guess. Yeah, I thought so, but it didn't matter. Grish brought him in. 
Um, they were playing team baseball. That sixth inning, first, second, no out. Uh, by the way, Soto and Manny got on in that inning. Um, Josh Bell struck out. Yeah, I, I see in the comment, I think Mike's talking about they should have had Drury bunt him over instead of Bell pinch hit there. I mean, you're going for it there. You have first and second. I don't know how confident the Padres are in Brandon Drury's bunting skills, to be honest, or anyone's bunting skills against the Dodgers uh, in yeah. a game like this. First and second, no outs. I don't know about that. Unless Grish is up or Profar or something, I just don't think they're going to do that. Um, but, yeah, Josh Bell striking out, okay. And then there's one out. Will comes up. I guess you could get mad at him missing that slider, that hanging slider, but – I can't get – I'm not mad at him for that. Like, okay, he missed it. But then the next pitch, he freaking smashed the ball 100-plus miles an hour, but it was right at Gavin Lux. Like, if that ball's a couple feet to the right, guess what? That's a run. Padres, now it's 5-4, even if Will had that error. And so it's 5-4 there, first and third with one out now. And is it Crony that's up, who had two hits, ended up with two mm -hmm. hits in this game? Like, it turns into a totally different situation. Sometimes – that's just baseball. Like, I can't get mad at Will Myers here. Um, again, you can get mad at the slide, missing the slider, but he could have smashed that slider right at Trey Turner at shortstop or smashed that slider right to the center fielder or to the left fielder or the right fielder. Same thing as he did with the double play. Like, I just can't get mad at someone who later in the at-bat did his job, did a really good, had a really good swing on the ball, smashed it, one hopper, was right to the second baseman for a double play. I mean, it was hit so hard, Trey Turner bobbled the ball, and I don't know, he, I don't think he double-pumped, he just bobbled the, the transfer, threw it to first, and still got Will. So yeah. I just can't get mad at that, you know? Well, what did you think of the offense's performance? Well, um, I mean, if you want to go, like, inning by inning here, um, the beginning we looked like, you know, we were facing prime Clayton Kershaw on the mound, right. you know, yeah. uh, an ace on the mound, obviously, and Julio Urias is good. I'll give it to him. Um, like, he's been amazing this year, but we made him look like God himself, I feel. Um, and I, there were a couple calls, obviously, that uh, probably were not strikes. Um, I mean, I guess it's a good frame job, but it, it was just – it seemed pretty clear they weren't strikes. Um, but, I mean, after that, you know, we, we got a little bit of momentum. We got after him in the fifth, um, and, you know – I, I think they pulled him a little early, honestly, but um, yeah. the bullpen for them kind of – I don't know if I would say did their job. I, I would say they, they they had timely pitches and they got they got ground balls when they needed and they got outs when they needed. Um, you know, the offense got in position a couple times, but you got to come through. Um, I know Myers – I just keep thinking, you know, if that ball's a little to the right or if it's right up the middle, you know, it's a completely different ball game here. Um, but and the, 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 the guy, said, the guy homered earlier in the game too. Like yeah, I, I like, can't get he, mad at him. Yeah. No, no, he he had a good game. I mean, apart from his uh, defensive miscue there, but yeah. um, at, at the end of the day, it's just baseball, like you said. And you know, balls are gonna go right to people sometimes. You hit it hard, you can't control where the ball's going 100% of the time. You just got to put the ball in play, hit it as hard as you can, and um, at the end of the day, that's just as you said, baseball. Ball's gonna go where it, it goes. <laughs> yeah, and. I was really, really um, surprised that Julio Arias was pulled with like oh, 79 yeah. pitches there, fifth inning. Yeah. I know he had that weird fifth inning. I mean, he was hanging breaking balls. That's what 
that's what happened in the fifth inning. That's why the Padres were able to get back in this game. Like at the beginning, like you talked about, they just couldn't do anything off of him. But then when he was hanging some breaking balls, the Will Homer was a breaking ball. I think Grish and Nola's RBIs, those were on breaking balls. Um, they capitalized on it and good for the Padres there. Yeah, I still and- thought that. Arias should have still went out there for the six. I mean, yeah. they were talking about on the broadcast how Dave Roberts is confident in the depth of his bullpen. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, uh, Dave Roberts just, that's just what he is, though. He pulls his starters so early all the time. I think they said that, I mean, throughout his playoff career, his starters have like a record of 21 and 21. Yeah. And all his bullpen has a better record than that. Like, it's, it's just Dave Roberts. I think that's him. Um, I still don't think it was a very good decision, I'd say. I mean, he burned a lot of his bullpen for a game that seemed like they had it in the bag, I mean, in the beginning. Um, obviously, it got a little closer, but I think you've got to let Julio Urias go unless they're planning something crazy. Uh, it was, yeah, like, yeah, what does that say? Moment. What does that say as you're, the, as you're the Dodgers manager and you pull your ace, you have 111 wins, you pull your yeah. ace – after five innings, when he shut down the Padres like the first time through, first and a half time through, mm-hmm. and okay, hung a couple breaking balls, but you still have a lead. When it's game one of, of a playoff series, I wouldn't have done that. I mean, Bob Melvin, he's gotten a lot of props around town here for his faith in pitchers, and he leaves the starting pitchers in games, yeah. especially when they're leading like that and the offense is doing something. The the Padres bullpen hadn't shut out the Dodgers yet for, however, five and a third innings to end the game yet. You know, like he, he I just wouldn't have done that. That was really surprising to me. And maybe that benefits the Padres tomorrow or later in the series. I know there's the off day Thursday, so maybe not the rest of the series. But maybe tomorrow someone's tired or someone was on their game today and they weren't and they're not going to be on it tomorrow. I was just surprised. Like, what if Kersh, Kershaw tomorrow, he he's not as dominant as Arias and hopefully yeah. he's not. And in the playoffs, Kershaw, he's not the same guy as he, he's been in the regular season mm-hmm. in his career. So I feel like he might be putting himself in a sticky spot there with his bullpen early on when he didn't have to. Yeah. And um, he, I feel like he used like all of his best bullpen options right away too. Like, I mean, Evan yeah. Phillips, I thought he was going to be kind of a closer role for them or, you know, something closer to that because of how lights out he's been. Right. Um, and then you throw him right out there right after Udias, right then and there. It, it just yeah. it was a little, little confusing. And it was for an inning. And then they use Vessier for an inning and two-thirds. He goes uh, 19 he pitches. Good. He can pitch tomorrow. Really but yeah. um, They only use Gratterall for one out. I mean, they'll use him tomorrow, I guess, and they can. I guess that, you know, they he literally came yeah. in to get Manny. Uh, Manny, by the way, if he would have squared that up, I mean, that, that ball's 500 feet. Like, so I don't know if Gratterall should have got that pumped up again. Uh, I I just hate that guy. Holy cow. I really do. Yeah. Um, you know, that Dodger bullpen, they gave up a combined three hits. Uh, I mean, they walked one guy. Phillips walked one guy. So they're not walking guys. Uh, they're nasty, but. I just don't think that he had to use Evan Phillips in the sixth inning. Maybe we're focusing on that too much as Padre fans, and we should be thankful for that. But Mm -hmm. we're just talking about the game here, and I was very surprised by that. 
because of how well Urias was starting. I, and he had one fifth inning that was rocky, but after, what, the fifth inning, it was 5-3. You don't trust your ace with a two-run lead to get you three outs? Yeah. To get through six at least? Like, that was surprising to me. Um, you know, with Clev, by the way, there's quotes coming out, so I'll get to that with Manny and Clev, I think, are talking about their about the game tonight. Um, but with Clev, again, it's, it's about the missed location, and they skipped his last start because... He, he just wasn't going to be in the uh, wild card rotation. Yeah. And so he wasn't on the roster. He had like flu-like symptoms, but um, he traveled to New York and it seemed like everything was fine. Now, I don't think the flu has anything to do with tonight. It was just, he missed his spots. And like Bomo said during the game, during that interview, uh, that short interview, like the Dodgers, they, they have good at bats. And when Clev's not hitting his spots, one, they'll capitalize on that. Hmm. And when he's not hitting, not swinging, usually those are balls. And that's what happened today. I mean, they got his pitch count up. How many pitches did he get today? Um, 60 pitches. 60 pitches. And he didn't yeah. get through three innings. I mean, that's, yeah. that's not good enough. Um, I think that third inning, wasn't it? I heard something on the broadcast, like it was 40 plus pitches in that third inning between yeah. Clevenger and, uh, and was it, uh, Wilson. Yeah. So yeah. Th- that's, that's not ideal, especially early in the game like that. I mean, credit to the Padres offense again for grinding back uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, playing fundamentally good baseball offensively capitalizing on a race in that fifth inning. But Clev, man, he set the team back tonight. That's, I'm not saying set the team back for like future games. I mean, they have the off day Thursday, so I'm not worried about the state of their bullpen tomorrow. Like they pitched well today. Guys can pitch back to back days. Um, you know, Tim Hill pitch count wasn't high. Nick Martinez was 11 pitches, a very good eighth inning. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pierce Johnson, okay, 24 pitches. He doesn't pitch tomorrow. Probably Wilson, same. But they're still good. They can go to Morahone. And I, I hope he's not going to have another outing like he did in game two against the Mets. Yeah. They have Suarez. They have Garcia. They have Hayter. I'm Hater, fine. Yeah. They have Darvish tomorrow. Like, I, I really yeah. hope he's not going two and two-thirds tomorrow. So, <laughs> I think they're going to be in a much – I'm fine with the bullpen. I'm not worried about that. But in terms of today, he set the team back. I mean, when you're chasing in the first inning, give up a home run to Trey Turner, and it's like, okay, here we go. I mean, they can come yeah. back from deficits. We've seen it not just the Padres, but across baseball in the postseason. I mean, the Mariners were down 8-1 and they came back. But this is the Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers, they didn't make a whole lot of mistakes today. And the Padres, they had mistakes from Clev with mislocation. And then they had Myers with the mistake there. Um, And then they had some unluckiness in the sixth there with Myers. And after that sixth inning, I kind of felt like, okay, they're probably not going to win today's game. Um, You had, you know, in the ninth, Crony had the single second hit on the day, and then uh, Kim popped up. Like, I just didn't feel like they had a chance, really. I mean, they were in it, and obviously I was interested, but after that sixth inning, it was like, Myers just smashed that ball. Like, it's yeah. probably not our night. That's, that's just baseball sometimes. Yeah, and that's, I mean, when you hit a ball that hard and you don't get a result you're looking for, it's kind of a big deflator, too, and kind yeah. of just brings the whole team's, like, morale and 
momentum just down and just kills it right then and there. Um, and when you're chasing from the beginning, like you said, when, when you're already chasing in the first, it, it's probably, it's one of the worst things you can have because you're already feeling like you're down and it, uh, the opposing pitcher is going to go out there and he's going to be so comfortable and he's right. just going to attack because he, right. he knows that he has that offense that's giving him run support and he already has it. So it's, it's just when you don't get out in front and you can't make uh, offense early and the other team is, it's just, a, it's not a good recipe. Yeah. And I see some people like on Twitter, they're kind of frustrated with how Bomel left Clev in after I think it was Will Smith who doubled there because yeah. Clev didn't have it. But I, I do understand what Bomel was doing. Like all season long, he's had faith in his starting pitching. And going into this game, he probably wanted to get four innings out of Clevenger and then go to the bullpen. He knows he's not going to get four after the Smith double. So he's probably like, hey, Ruben, let's try to get three. And we saw the conversations in the dugout, and he was like, okay, Clev gets one more batter here. Um, You know, one more batter, one more mistake, and he's done pretty much. And that was after, I believe, uh, the months he walked. He struck out Turner, so obviously he's staying in after that. And then the Lux double. Again, I don't really understand why Nola wanted that pitch to be there. Just fastball up in the zone. Like, it wasn't on a corner. Clev hit Nola's spot. I mean, if you look at the video, Nola is down. The glove is down, so maybe some fans would be like, oh, no, he wants the ball down. But when Clev starts going, Nola doesn't give the location before the windup. Like, he sits there, and then, because there's a runner on second, I believe, there. So he's not trying to give the location so the runner can tell the batter. So he waits. Clev's in his windup. Then he moves to the location. And it's just fastball middle up. I, I just didn't understand that. I'm not sa- so that one. I don't think is as much on Clev as is like the location or I guess the pitch selection. Um, yeah, I can understand people being frustrated with frustrated with Bomel leaving Clev in there, but this is what he's done all year. And if I'm gonna sit here during the times that it works and saying no, I like Bomel having faith in starters. I'm, then I can't sit here and say in the third inning of a game, well, I didn't like Bomel, you know, having faith in Clev to try to get through three innings. Like three innings, that shouldn't be that yeah. big of an ask. And it it just didn't it didn't work. And right after the Lux double, he went to Stephen Wilson and the bullpen didn't give up a run. And if Will didn't, doesn't make that error, then it's four runs instead of five. And if the ball's a few feet to the right of Lux on the Will smash double play ball in the sixth, well, then the game's tied there, and who knows what happens, you know? So I don't know how much this is on Bomel. What did you think about when he pulled Clev in that third inning? Um, in the moment, I wanted him pulled. Um, obviously when? Just because... after, after the Smith double? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, just because it was obvious, you know, he didn't have it that night. Um. And, you know, in the moment, you want just the best guy in there because you're trying to make a statement game one. Um, get your rival – or sorry, rival. Um, trying to come out there and um, – We're not rivals, remember? <laughs> uh, but you're trying to go out there and make a statement and try to get, like, a win, and you're not having that good start. You want him out of there. Um, but at the same time, uh, you want to save that bullpen if you're not going to win, you know, if mm-hmm. it's just a wash. Um you don't want it to get out of hand, though, at the same time. So I understand him trying 
you know, to get as much as he can out of his starter, who's obviously not having it. Um, it was obvious he was going to get that one last chance for him to be done. Um, but it, you can't blame him be, because he's doing what he's done the whole year, like you said, obviously. Um, you can't you can't ride it the whole year because it's worked pretty much for the majority of the year, I'd say. You know, we've had players uh, pitching that get out of jams a lot of the time. Um, and then when it happens in just a spot that we really need it to happen, it doesn't. You can't go against it. Um, I get in the moment, like I was, you want him out, but at the end of the time, at the end of the day, you got to respect Bo Moses. Yeah. And maybe some people wanted like Shamanaya or something like that, but if you're going to bring Shamanaya in, then now you got a lefty in (laughs) who, what are you you going to get? How many innings are you going to get out of him? Like, I know at that time, it's like, we're not looking at the rest of the series, but they do have Blake Snell now starting game three, and maybe they want lefty. Snell's a lefty, and then they want a lefty to come in after him in case Snell struggles in that game, and they need to have a quicker hook than they did today. You know, like, I, I don't know. I just don't know who he would have gone to in that situation that early. And again, I just go back to this one. It's it's on Clev. Like, Bomel. He took him out after it was clear that he wasn't going to get through three. He tried to get him through three. He said, he told Ruben, he was like, yeah, go talk to him. I'm giving him one more here. I'm going to have faith in him. And it didn't work out. And uh, some other things also didn't work out for the Padres that kind of compounded it, you know. Um, Going to the comments here, Box of Wine says, Padres should have had the W. Clevenger single-handedly lost this for us. I feel confident for tomorrow. I don't know if he's single-handedly. I mean, he it may, he made it, it hard on part. the Padres. Yeah. He did make it really hard. If you're going to blame one person, yeah, I'd blame Clevenger. But yeah. I don't think he single-handedly lost it. I mean, the Will Myers error at first, that really sucked yeah. uh, because now it's a 4-3 game. Or what would it have been? It would have been, yeah, Dodgers had four runs, 4-3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now, does Bomel pinch hit for some guys uh you don't need a guy on base for a home run to tie it i don't know just maybe the strategy is different um there's there's multiple guys here to talk about in this loss it's i don't it's not just on clevenger but i do agree that if we're going to talk about one main guy for this loss it is on clev yeah i agree uh mike Says, agree with the post-game guys. Melvin should not have pinch hit and should have had Drury bunt them over. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. I mean, do you really trust Do you trust Drury to lay down a bunt in the sixth inning, first and second, with Soto and Manny up? Do you, did you bring Drury in to go bunt in that situation? Yeah, that's I don't yeah. think so. I don't think you have Drury in the lineup for that. Yeah. Um, KJ says, Myers missing a hanging breaking ball just before that double play. If we don't capitalize on pitching mistakes, we don't win, period. But the thing is, like, I can't get, again, I can't get mad at Myers there. If he would have hit that hanging breaking ball, it could have went right to the second baseman. It could have went right to the third baseman or the shortstop or the left fielder or the center fielder. Like, he capitalized on the next pitch and smashed it 101 miles an hour Mm -hmm. at the second baseman. That's baseball. They positioned Gavin Lux right where the ball was hit. You know, you can't do anything about that coming up empty in the sixth inning first and second no outs 
yeah, that really sucks. Josh Bell striking out there, that sucks. But you brought Josh Bell in for power, and sometimes strikeouts are going to come. Will Myers, he smashed the ball. I've said it probably 20 times already tonight. He smashed that ball, and you can't do anything about that. It's disappointing. It's the same thing. Like, that sixth inning is the same thing as this loss in general. It's disappointing, but sometimes that's just baseball. And tomorrow, they have their ace on the mound. I know Kershaw is still Clayton Kershaw, and he has this name, and the broadcast will continue to ride Clayton Kershaw, and he's a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, we understand. But we have our number one guy on the mound tomorrow, and this is tomorrow's the game that we're supposed to win, I think, of these two. Split one of these two, and you're in a good spot. You don't have yep. to have Blake Snell in a winner-go-home game, game three. You have Musgrove game four on Saturday at Petco. Like, that's... Uh, that's a good scenario, you know, winning one game on the road against the best team in the National League, best team in baseball, baseball yeah. as the wild card team with and you had your four starters starting against their ace today. Like, I'm fi- I'm completely fine yeah. with that. Of course, you would have loved to win today and win tomorrow when you're up 2-0. You have a chance to sweep in your first home playoff game since 2006 in front of a full stadium. But Taking one of two, it's not the end of the world, and and that's yeah. I think that's what we should want, and especially now. Obviously, it's what we should want since yeah. they lost today. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm just gonna go past those comments. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to use that username. Um, Mike says, "Doesn't matter if you want to win a playoff game." You've got to score in the six, and that's all there is to it, at least one run. Yeah, it would have been one run if the ball was a couple feet to the right of uh, Gavin Lux. Last time I checked, you can't control where the pitch is located, and you can't control what happens once the ball leaves the bat. I mean, you can't control where the other team positions their players. You just, sorry, I mean, that's just baseball. Yeah. It, it sucks, but that's just baseball. Um, Juan says Padres couldn't beat the Dodgers all season long, not going to start now. Yeah, I understand that they're now five and fifteen against the Dodgers this year, but this team is still playing better than the team was playing at points during this year when they were getting swept by the Dodgers. Uh, this team is different than they were. You know, the lineup, top to bottom, it's better than it was for pretty much the entire season. Um, the bullpen is better. I still think it's better than the Dodgers bullpen. They have the better. Yeah, well, not according to MLB.com. Um, I think you look at, yeah, so worst pitching staff just one hit the Mets yeah. and shut out the Dodgers mm-hmm. with their bullpen tonight. All right. That's from top um, five, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, so where was I? Um, oh, about the Padres. So they're they're just a better team than they were this year. And so I think yeah. that five and 15 number is a little misguiding. Yeah, the Dodgers, they own the Padres. They're better than the Padres right now. But yeah. I don't think the Padres – are the adorable little Padres like the idiot Bill Plasky was saying in the LA Times today and saying that the, the Padres are like, you know, you should hate the Padres. There's so many reasons to hate the Padres, but they're, you know, good luck, little brother. Like, I know that you could say that they're the little brother, but they're getting taller. You know that little brother that's getting taller? I mean, Jacob knows my brother. He's taller than me now. Like, yeah. he's still the little brother, but I'm not saying the Padres are better than the Dodgers, but they're getting there, you know. Closer, they're clo- yeah. they're closer 
uh, in height, if that makes sense. So, yeah, you could say that, and they're not going to start winning now, but maybe say that after tomorrow if Darvish can't beat the Dodgers. Like, yeah. I'm going to wait to say that until our best guys are on the mound. Like, again, nothing against Clev. He's not Joe Musgrove. He's not you, Darvish. You know, it's – and they had their ace on the mound with a little bit of help from the umpire tonight. Um, yeah, thanks for the math, Brian. Potters need to win three out of four. Yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> Mike says, Joe Musgrove should pitch Friday night or Melvin should be drug tested. Well, okay. If the Padres are down two games to none, I could see that. But yeah, if they, if they win tomorrow, pitching Joe Musgrove in a non-elimination game doesn't yeah. make sense. And I they've agree. already – they can change it. But I expect Snell to pitch game three regardless. They've already named it. You got to want um, that, yeah. Uh, Mike says, Ben, I told you before the game he better have a quick hook. I mean, he was trying to get three innings out of Mike Clevenger. Again, I just don't think that's too much to ask from a guy that used to be one of the best starting pitchers in like the American League. Um, this guy, we traded a lot of guys for him in that Cleveland trade in 2020. A like, lot. This guy has high expectations on himself. He knew coming in it was a big game. Uh, he felt healthy going into this start, from what I know. So uh, it's on Clev. I mean, yeah, you could say he had a quick hook. The guy didn't make it through three innings. I think that's a pretty quick hook. You could have said, oh, he should have been taken out before then. But Bomel all year long, has had faith in his starting pitching. That's just the way it's been. He's not going to yeah. turn into Dave Roberts all of a sudden. You know, it's, that's just not what's going to happen. He gave him another batter. He struck out Turner, so he was going to continue. And I didn't agree with it was either the pitch selection, maybe both pitch selection and the pitch location, yeah. and Lux yeah. hit a double down the line. And then he took him out. I think less than three innings, I think that's somewhat of a quick hook, you know? What do you think? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, what do you have, barely 60 pitches? I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get to some comments here from the media or from to the media from the players and Bob Melvin. Hang on, let me find this. By the way, this episode brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Gaglionbros.com is the website. Located on Friars Road, inside Petco Park, and inside Snapdragon Stadium. The Wave, they have their first home playoff game on Sunday. Hopefully it's not a game five. I mean, I hope the Padres go win these next three games and I can just go to the Wave playoff game and not have to worry <laughs> about it. Because yeah. that's going to be happening at the same time yeah. uh, if there is a game five. Uh, but it's in Snapdragon Stadium, inside Petco Park, so feel free to hit them up. Great cheesesteak fries, garlic fries, cheesesteaks. Um, all right, so here is Bob Melvin discussing Mike Clevenger's outing tonight. You know, look, it's a team that makes you work. They make you throw a lot of pitches. When you throw pitches in the middle of the plate, they take advantage of it. That's kind of what I saw early on with him. He had times had a good breaking ball, had times he had a good fastball, but they hit the mistake. What did you make of the effort from the bullpen tonight? They were fantastic. You know, I mean, it's 5 nothing. All of a sudden, it's 5-3, and our guys came in and shut it down. We got the time run at the plate in the ninth inning, so no moral victories. But, uh, 
you know, the, the latter part of the game was better than the, than the first part. Yeah, he's right there. I mean, they, I'm not using the B word. They grinded back. They fought back. Um, and yeah, the, the second half of the game, the offense was much better than the first. Maybe part of that was because Urias wasn't in the game. Uh, part of that was they were capitalizing on, you know, breaking balls. And yeah. I think they were being more aggressive. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Bomo's right there. The bullpen stepped up huge. Mm-hmm. Steven Wilson, Pierce Johnson, Tim Hill. Tim Hill had a really quick inning. Nick yeah. Martinez. Uh, I mean, that was, yeah. Nick Martinez was nasty in that eighth inning. The changeups were working. They got the ground ball to the pitch, ground ball to him. Um, I mean, he was amazing. Um, so, yeah, I can't say enough about how the bullpen pitched tonight. You just wish that Clev would have pitched a little bit better uh, to start off the game because he made it tough on the Padres to just even get back in that game. Um, here is Bob Melvin discussing the comeback efforts. I'm just reading this from 97.3 The Fan. The comeback efforts and getting some of the Dodgers' key relievers into the game. What did you think of that and forcing Phillips into the game? Yeah, look, I mean, they're going to bring him in probably middle of the order and, you know, had him up with potentially guys on base. So, look, both bullpens pitched really well tonight. And we got Uris on the the run a little bit there. And, you know, got ourselves in a position to, to win a game. So, I like the fight that we had throughout. And, you know, we'll uh, take some confidence in tomorrow. Yeah, I think they'll take confidence in tomorrow. to tomorrow. I mean, they were confident going into today. I mean, yeah. it just matters what they do at the plate. I think attacking from the beginning. I think um, that's a big part, yeah. If they see someone's working fast, was, was Arias working fast? I mean, I didn't think he was working too fast. I don't think no, – so, no. yeah, go ahead. Uh, I don't think he was working fast. He just kind of had, like – I don't know. He had like a weird motion he did when he struck out with a Drury on that like seven, eight pitch at bat. Um, I don't know. He, like the hesitation. Like he a, yeah. 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 I feel like he kind of, not like a Nestor Cortez exaggeration. And the broadcast, like the broadcast, by the way, AJ Pierzynski was saying Drury wasn't ready. Oh. He thought the pitch was outside. You're saying, you're telling me Brandon Drury's not ready. He thought the pitch was outside. How about you look at what his reaction yeah. was to the umpire? Like, come on. Um, yeah. No, by, by the I way, think, he was talking crazy the entire game. I mean, he said the yeah. Padres didn't have the offense to crawl back in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was sitting there and I was like, I asked my sister, I was like, did he really just say that? And she's like, yeah, I think so. I'm like, did he not see the Met against the Mets and they scored seven runs and they hit four homers off of Max Scherzer and yeah. uh, their whole lineup pretty much hit? Like, come on, man. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Bob Melvin discussing the Padres' comeback effort. Or we already talked about that. My bad. Um, but, yeah, getting back to Arias, I don't think he was working fast. If tomorrow, if uh, Kershaw, like, gets into a groove, use what they did against Chris Bassett. From the very beginning, make other guys uncomfortable. Um, and call time if you need to. Like, piss off the Dodger fans. I don't care. Like, call time. Uh, take your time. There's no 20-second clock rule, 15-second clock rule this year. You can take as much time as you need. You can keep calling time. If Kershaw, you know, gets into a groove there, make him try to make him uncomfortable. I know it's hard, 
when he is in a groove, but make him uncomfortable and attack those breaking balls uh, that he leaves over the middle of the plate when he does. I know sometimes from the very beginning, he doesn't, but there are times where he does or he le- he tries to get ahead with the fastball. You got to attack there. Um, yeah. Hassan Kim update. Just got, I think I hit the ribs for a minute, but he's good. He made the way he plays. He throws it uh, every opportunity. He, gets he plays as hard as anybody in the league every day. You know, whether it's his work ethic pre, you know, he's, he puts himself in a position, he practices the way he plays. You get a lot of inspiration from him. He plays the game about as hard as anybody, and he's a trip. Yeah, I mean, so sliding head first on that sack fly, I don't know if he needed to do that. I mean, we we know how hard he plays because he has two oven mitts on when he's running. Um, he could have scored probably standing up. I'm fine with him sliding. Like, I know that's just what you do when you're going and running hard on a sack fly. You're just going to get down. Uh, but I don't think he needed to go head first there. But I think that's what he. that's just what he does. I don't even remember the last time he slid into a base before. He, he just I goes mean, head yeah. first. That's just what yeah. he does. That's just his thing. That's I mean, he's, he's just, he wants to be aggressive like that. I guess it might be easier to just dive for him. Yeah. Uh, it's just him. <laughs> uh, Bob Melvin was asked about his confidence level in you. I bet, I mean, we can guess it's, uh, it's high. Sad. He's probably going to yeah. say, uh, I expect a quality he's start. He's going to keep out. us in this game, and we're confident we can win tomorrow. Here we go. Yeah. Can you just kind of describe your level of confidence going into tomorrow with you, Darvish, on the mound? Yeah, we we always feel good when he was on the mound. Um, you know, he's been about as consistent a starter in the National League this year, so um, you know, we we feel good. We feel good going into the you know the game. We we felt like we had a chance in the, in the latter innings to, to win this game, and I think everybody's pretty eager to get back out here again. All right, not a whole lot to talk about there. Will Myers on his thoughts on today's game. Don't know how good you're going to be able to hear this because this guy's camera was not right in front of Will, but let's see how much we can hear. Uh, overall, we, uh, we put up a good fight. Uh, came up a little short there, but like where we are, are uh, come back tomorrow with you, Darvish, on the mound. Be ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, any playoff game, you can take the crowd up it early is going to help. Uh, that's what we're going to look to do tomorrow, get on the board early and uh, keep it going. Huge game. Yeah, we need to win it. Um, be good to go one-on-one here and uh, get back home. So, big game tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Ready to rock and roll. Will, confidence level going out tomorrow? Hi. Didn't have any doubt in your homer, did you? Do what? You didn't have any doubt. I, I, no, no, I was uh, luckily, uh, luckily it stood. That was nice. Yeah, I think on that play right there, I got to know um, how far to my right to go. I think uh, the easier play is to go to the bag, like Jake flip it to me. I think uh, me trying to backhand that ball and get Bellinger right tough. Uh, so I definitely need to know my limit going to the right, uh, especially in the shift. Um, no, I think uh, more so just kind of knowing. I think uh, as soon as I saw the ball hit, I just jumped at it, and I just kind of kind of got to know uh, what balls to go for and what balls not to. I think, uh, yeah, obviously with a little experience, but uh, I played it before and kind of know it. So just need to look at it a little bit better before the play. I don't know. What I mean, what do you think of him saying? I mean, I like the accountability, but yeah, him saying that maybe I need to let Jake take that. I don't know. Jake was playing in the shift. If you look at the the uh, angle from right field, Jake was far back. That ball yeah. was a dribbler, and 
I, I don't forget who was running, but he it's was Gavin Lux. He half, was by yeah, top ten pretty fast. And okay, if Will doesn't like from the start, he doesn't go after it. Okay, maybe, but mm-hmm. sorry, natural instinct. When a ball's hit to your right like that, and he obviously could get there. Glove with it with the ball was in his glove. He just yeah. missed it. He just didn't bring it in. The natural instinct is going to be to go get it. So you're going to move to the right a little bit at least. So then you try to go back, and even if you do get back in time, there, I don't think there's a guarantee Crony gets it to you in time just because he's playing deep in the shift. Like, he can come in and sprint and, you know, get it on the run and all that, but I don't think it's a guarantee that that's an out either. I, I think Will made the right decision there. Like, he easily got to the ball on the backhand. He just didn't bring it in all the way. I mean, it was just an error. It wasn't yeah. – I don't I, – He. I like the accountability. I like him saying that, yeah, maybe I should have not went for it and I got to know – how far to my right I should be or how far to the right I can go next time or whatever. But I thought he made the right play. It wasn't like the ball was hit to second base. It was a couple steps to the right and he just didn't bring it in. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that, that that's a very, very tough play for Jake Runworth who's all the way back. And yeah. he basically playing shallow right field um, to make a play on a guy who I was, I'm guessing, I think he was like top 10 in triples or something. So he's got speed, um, Gavin Lux. Uh, so, or, or was, I don't know if it was Gavin Lux. It could have been someone else, but uh, he was very, very fast running down the line. It would have been a close play, even with Will, the Will trying to get that ball. Um, and I think at the end of the day, that's just a classic Will answer to try and, you know, hold accountability, be a leader, right. um, not call anyone else really out. Um, I don't know. It if was Bellinger. Really- it was Bellinger. So he's oh, yeah. a lefty. He's already closer to first. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's fast. Bellinger's got speed. Um, so I think, yeah, Will just it just it, it's an error. That's all. We all make errors at the end of the day. So it was the right play. It just didn't get the result we wanted. That's all. When I look back and I like pause it at where Will was, and hang on, at where Will was. And where Jake was, when Will caught that ball, is Jake even in the Bellinger field? is more than halfway down the line. That's what yeah. it looks like. He's more than halfway down the line. Jake is not on the infield dirt yet. No. Like, that's a tough play for Jake to come in and then make the throw. Because that ball, was it hit hard? I mean, I don't think it was hit that hard. No. I'm watching on replay again. It was it a little dribbler. Bounced. I mean, if Crony makes a perfect hard throw, he could get him. But you gotta I don't think know. Stephen Wilson's covering too, though. Like that's Stephen Wilson, for... he's running over there to cover. Yeah, he yeah. was running over there to cover. I don't know. I think Will made the right move. He just didn't I get think, it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. All right. Here is Clev. Looks like he just took a shower. Uh, he discusses his outing. Didn't feel too great, but I mean, this, uh, this lineup is disciplined and good as they are. You kind of, you got to be in your game, and I kind of just didn't have it tonight. Was it mostly the fastball command that was the challenge, or what, what seemed to be the tough part? Yeah, I'd say just command to the, you know, my glove side of the plate. It was just everything was kind of leaking back, and uh, breaking balls kind of got lazy. Some of them snapped, some of them didn't. But yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, how much of that might have been just the illness that you had and a little bit of lack of work? You thought that the time off actually might have done you good, but anything to do with that, do you think? No, I mean, we've, we've been battling some things and, uh, you know, hats off the training stuff. I mean, we've been doing everything. Under the right there, that's kind of, okay, you've been battling some things. So that's like injury related. That's not illness like Scan was asking there. So he's battling something injury wise. I don't know if it's with his knee or whatever. Uh, that's kind of a concern. Um, all right, here's the rest of what he said. Son, try to, you know, get right and get this together for this. Uh, but, you know, just kind of wasn't, wasn't there tonight. But hats off to the bullpen as well. I mean, they, I mean, they came in and put a stop to all the bleeding and, you know, the bats woke up. I just, you know, wish I had it at the beginning of the game. I know you have high especially facing the Dodgers again, National League Division Series, similar to two years ago. And some, some adrenaline to good fight coming into this game as well. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely so much general. And I assume pitch count pretty low, you'd be able to do anything that's needed moving forward. Yeah, no, I mean, it's still a long series. And, uh, you know, we got Darv on the mound tomorrow. And, you know, he's been one of the best pitchers on the planet lately. So, you know, looking forward to watching him. Holy cow, some smashing <laughs> going on behind there. <laughs> I think someone, maybe the attendants were smashing cleats or something. I have no idea what was going on huh. there. Um, all right, that's Clev. Didn't really give anything, just leaking some breaking balls, mislocation. Pretty much what we've been saying. Here is Manny. Yeah, got into, we got into the bullpen. We got that shot out of the game early and, um, you know, kept battling. You know, it was a good game overall. Uh, you know, came up, came up a little short, but, you know, bounced to tomorrow. How big is tomorrow's game, I guess? Uh, huge. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we got you on the mound, so, um, you know, we we have confidence in him going up there. He's going to give us runs. We just got to, you know, give him a couple runs to, uh, you know, get us going. He's kind of been your stopper lately. I mean, a lot of confidence in him on the mound for you guys and putting up some zeros. And how important is it to maybe get an early lead to him? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think, uh, you know, as long as we get, some, get him some runs, I think he's going to go out there and do, do his job like he's been doing for us lately. And um, you know, ultimately, we got to go out there and just put up some runs. Manny, who sees the base all the margins are so small. Will Myers crush the ball that ended up a double play. You hit a ball that could have been a homer. Those plays essentially decide the game and decide the series. Um, nah, I still down by two there. So my home run would have, would have, would have just put us by one. So That's a classic Manny response. He did not want to talk to <laughs> like, This reporter's like, uh, some of these plays, man, they just decide postseason games. He's like, nah, you should have saw, you should see his facial expression. He's like, nah, it was a solo home run. We would have been down one still. Yeah. Uh, we just got to play better as a team. Hang on. Let me see if you guys can see this on the screen. This is hilarious. Because if I share my screen, it's not going to work. So here, let me see if you can see this. Let me pull my brightness up. <laughs> oh my god um you know to me i think that is we'll, we'll, shot we'll, right there have, you know get a scoring in that inning hit a, hit a homer and then um you know give us a nice little rally as, as a group and got us going so i think that kind of woke us up right there and um you know let's, let's just keep carrying that carrying that into um, i think our bullpen did a great job today stopping them and keeping them from, from not scoring so 
you know, overall, we just got to go out there and just keep, keep doing what we did today. In a short series, how much is a hole to lose the first game in the five games? Well, obviously, you always want to win. You always want to win. You, you at least want to take one one on the road. Um, you know, but ultimately, um, you know, put this one behind us and come out tomorrow and keep competing like we've, like we've been doing all year. Some of these questions, man. Oh, how s- bad. Pretty much, pretty much them asking, how much does it suck to lose game one in a short series? Like, I don't know. Do I don't know, Mr. Reporter. Like? You're asking Manny Machado this question. What do you think he's going to say? I don't know. Um, so, Austin Nola had a sack fly tonight. Thought, I thought he had a pretty good game, obviously hitting out of the nine spot. I mean, he's shown, I mean, the Mets series, he's catching every day. Obviously, he was catching when Clev was starting and saw some of that mislocation. and. He was catching when the bullpen was pitching well, so I'm sure he had some good things to say here. Here, here is him talking to the media after the game. Yeah, good ball club. Um, you know, really pick out the areas that they're going to, you know, go after and uh, you know, force us in some some good hitters counts. And uh, that's, that's what happened. How much of a uphill climb is a five-run deficit in the playoffs? Like we after three innings. Yeah, it's. Um, you know, with their pitching, we gotta, you know, we gotta put together these, you know, pitch by pitch. We gotta get the next guy up. I mean, that's the bottom line. I'm not, I mean, these guys, you gotta, you know, go up there and you know, get the next guy up. No, it was early. You know, we 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 put some at bats together. We put some, you know, runners on. I think that's that's good. I think moving forward, we gotta continue to do that. We gotta get the next guy up and keep passing the baton, and you know, good things are gonna happen from there. How encouraged are you with the bullpen the way that they finished the game? They attack, yeah. I mean, they, they threw the breaking balls for strikes, fastballs, in, you know, good locations. And um, they were ahead of the count. I think that's big. And uh, we were able to make pitches, you know, get some chase, and, um, you know, make some good pitches in the zone. This is only a five-game series, not seven. So how um, every game is it to win the first? Yeah, every game is urgent. Um, every game matters to the highest extent at this moment. And uh, we got to bring it. we got to bring our best game tomorrow. Yeah, we need we need, we need to come out tomorrow. And, you know, bring our best. I mean, that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter. You know, we need to win tomorrow. Uh, that's that's how our, our mindset is. We're gonna bring it. Awesome. Apologies if you answered this question. I just There's the banging again. <laughs> oh man. Um, let me go back to this question. Hang on. This guy, this one reporter, he he was on this question tonight. Every player, it's not a seven-game series; it's a five-game series. So, is there urgency? That was his money question right there, and it didn't. You know, runners on. I think that's that's good. I think moving forward, we got to continue to do that. We got to get the next guy up and keep passing the baton, and you know, good things are going to happen from there. How encouraged are you with the bullpen the way they finished the game? They attack you. Grow to make pitches. You know, get some chase and. Um, you know, make some good pitches in the zone. This is only a five-game series, not seven. So how um, urgent is it to not to win the first? Yeah, every game's urgent. Um, every game matters to the highest extent at this moment. And now uh, we. Oh my! What do you think the guy's gonna say? The guy just lost a postseason game. It's a. Yeah. It's not a seven-game series. It's a five-game series. So how is urgent? How urgent? Winning game one. What do you think it is? It's pretty urgent. I don't care if it's a seven-game series. You're trying to yeah. win 13 games. They don't care how they come, win 13 games, and you win the World Series. Like, that's what they care about. Holy cow. All right. 
Um, so that's the video or that's the comments that have come up um, from players. Not surprised by, you know, what they said. Every game's urgent. Got to win tomorrow. They're confident that they can win tomorrow with you, Darvish, on the mound. Uh, any thoughts on what guys said? I love Manny just being Manny. I mean, I mean, it's reporters, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they expect guys to say after just losing, a, you know, not really, not pivotal, but like a statement game, game one. Um, I mean, they're obviously getting morale is going to be down. They're going to be looking towards the next game. You ask the guys, you know, how confident are you in you, Darvish, and how he's going to do tomorrow? Do you expect them to say they're not confident in him at all? Yeah, do, you, like, do you expect Bomel to be on the press at the press yeah, conference like, and be like, no, nah, man, I think we're going to go back Como too. We got you, Darvish, on the mound, dude. That guy sucks. It doesn't make sense. Like, okay, um, but – you know, more power to them, whatever pays their bills. I, I, they, they <laughs> I mean, I know they have to get, like, quotes and uh, yeah. to build their story and all that because they want to fill the story with quotes, but yeah. it's just kind of weird. Um, did you see these comments from David Ortiz today after this game? They're doing the post-game show on Fox or FS1. You got A-Rod, Frank Thomas, Dontre Willis, or Willis isn't there, uh, Burkhart. Talking about this game. All of them picked the Dodgers to win the series. By the way, Big yeah. Poppy predicted the Dodgers to sweep the Padres, not even giving them a game. Um, here's what David Ortiz said after the game, which I thought was kind of weird. The reality is that when you're playing against your daddy, you need to try to. <laughs> you have you to try to do something different, Kevin. You can just keep continue having the same approach. You don't know what you're going to do. You need to try something different. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I totally agree with Frank and Aaron. You have to do something different because, first of all, you're playing against one of the best offensively teams in the whole baseball. And you are 5 and 15 against this guy. You got to try something different. Hey, Pop. You got to try something different. What do you think the Padres are trying to do, David Ortiz? Not try to do something different? No, let's continue to lose games against the Dodgers. You're saying try something different. Okay, what do you want the Padres to do different? Let, let's list some things that you want them to do different. Okay, Mike Clevenger, they started him in game one today because they pitched their three best starters in the wild card series. They had to. They pitched Darvish, they pitched Snell, and they pitched Musgrove. They won that series to move on. They had to go with Clevenger today. Bomel tried to get three innings. Is that too hard to ask? They tried to get three innings out of Clev, and he couldn't do it. The bullpen was phenomenal tonight. The offense came back and battled. They're facing, I said the B word. They came back, and they were fighting. And, <laughs> and they're facing a Cy Young contender in game one at Dodger Stadium. Is that not going to be tough? Like, does yeah. he not think they're trying? They're five and fifteen again. Like I said earlier in this episode, that five and fifteen is a little misguiding. The Padres are not the same team as they were back then. So these games, they're not winning these games against the Dodgers as of late still, but they're more competitive than they were back then earlier this season, I think. And so to say the reality is, when you play your daddy, you got to do something different. Your daddy knows what they're what you're gonna do. What did the Dodgers know that the Padres are gonna do? Like, 
they know what reliever is going to come into right. the bull yeah. or coming into the game after this specific reliever. Guess what? That didn't work. The Padres bullpen shut them out. Like maybe sometimes it's just baseball. If you said maybe the Padres have to make fewer mistakes in the field, or Will Myers can't make that error, or Clev has to locate better. Okay, but saying they have to do something different, what do you mean? Do something different. That that you're getting paid a lot of money to do to say that they got to do something different. Well, yeah, no S. What what are they supposed to? What's what different thing do you want them to do? I, I don't understand that comment. It's it's just an asinine comment by David Ortiz because he's very successful and he's probably riding the Dodgers like every other announcer in ESPN and Fox Sports. Well, yeah, he, so, picked, he didn't give the Padres a game. He yeah, didn't even think so, the Padres are going to win. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Unbelievable. Some, some, oh man, some uh, of these national people that get paid to talk about this maybe might want to be more, I don't know, intelligent or say something that sounds smarter. Like, I could have went up there and said that. I could have yeah. went up there and said, they got to do something different. I know he's trying to be funny about their daddy and stuff like that, but, or like, I don't know. It's just, I could go on for so long about that stuff. Um, All right. Let's get to the chat here and finish up through the chat. I don't even Um, remember where he left off. Well, Michael, Mike and Maria, I think had a revelation. They were arguing for about 35 minutes um, of this (laughs) episode. Um, And I think that they finally come to agree with each other um, or at least on honest terms with each other. Uh, Maria was talking about um, we need to respect Urias. You guys aren't being. Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Respect Urias. You guys aren't being real, disrespecting him like that. He s the bed in the fifth inning, but he was an absolute beast. Are you talking about the people in the comments, or are you talking about us? I think they were talking about us, which doesn't make sense because I'm pretty sure I gave him his props like I think ten or fifteen times. We were. <laughs> Were we're we not surprised, not were we not surprised yeah. that Dave Roberts pulled the guy? Yeah. He pulled his ace? Is that not giving Urias respect? Sorry. Um, yeah, he and he did kind of S the bet in the fifth. Yeah. He was hanging breaking balls. The Padres capitalized. I thought the Dodgers would have sent Urias, their ace, back out there for the sixth so he could throw more than 80 pitches in tonight's game. He's perfectly fine, mm-hmm. but I guess not. Sorry, if uh, we didn't respect him enough, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> This isn't a Dodgers show, but I thought we respected him. Um, Not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Michael, as expected, but again, great bullpen. BS broadcast, of course. We did well to take out Arias as he started losing the ball in those high pitches and semi-high pitch count. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I still think he should have went out for the six. I don't think the I Padres agree. took yep. him out. I think Dave Roberts did. Um, we should just look at Maria's comments because she just loved to talk today. Seems like in the comments. <laughs> okay, Jacob's not a big fan of the Maria. Huh? Okay. Um, she made herself better towards the end, but geez, it was rough in the beginning. I'll tell you. That. Oh, here we go. Okay. Also, go. have better <laughs> have better hot takes. Uh, y O U is how you spell you, but okay. You mentioned that you expected to loot loose. Loot? Loose this game. I think that's an asinine comment. I get it's your first time in the postseason. No, it's not, but okay. But no way is that any team's mentality. I'm not, we're not saying that it's the Padres' mentality. 
to lose tonight. It wasn't their mentality to lose tonight's game. But we're saying as fans, yeah, we're saying as fans, looking at the situation, the Padres have their number four starter on the mound who just had the flu, and the Dodgers have their ace on the mound. We have our ace tomorrow. You want to split this series, these first two games in this series, so you can make it a best of three going back to Petco. You have two out of three games at home. I think, as a reasonable fan, that's the right thing to think. It's okay to lose today's game against the best team in the National League who has their ace on the mound when we have our four starter and win tomorrow's game with our ace on the mound. Am I missing something there? I, is that an asinine comment from a fan just trying to spin something positive after a, a loss? Yeah, honestly, I'd say that's pretty asinine, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Maria. If I'm, if I'm, I'm trying not to like be totally disrespectful. I just disagree with what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know if you are like a Dodger fan or you're just a really pissed off Padre fan that doesn't like us. I don't know, but um, I thought we're being reasonable. Split against split on the road, first two games in the series. I I think that's good. Um. Um. They kind of got figured everything out after that. I'd say. Um, this is a. Yeah. This is a terrible take. Yeah. Do we have any clue about the importance of taking game one? Clubs do. Managers do. Players do. Trust me. All caps. Winning game one is extremely important. Losing on purpose sounds crazy. When did we... Did I miss something? When did we ever say that the Padres lost on purpose? Are we... Oh. Uh, did we say? Did we say something that I... Just don't you recall must have saying said something earlier that I missed because I don't remember anything happening. So yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, there is importance about taking game one. The Padres took one game one on Friday against the Mets. That was very important. Who was on the mound? You Darvish. Who's on the mound tomorrow? You Darvish. Who you is Darvish. on the mound tonight? Mike Clevenger, the four starter in our rotation. Like, yes, I know it's important to take game one, but it's not a best of three. They don't have to win tomorrow's game either. But if they win tomorrow's game, it turns into a best of three. I think that's good for the Padres with two of three of the last five games in the series at home, or two of the last three games in that series at home. I think that works for the Padres. Um, Pitchy, oh, I think she's replying to Mike here. No one's, yeah. Mike says, no one said anything about losing on purpose. Okay, he's backing us up. But when you're Throwing your number four starter against the Dodgers, number one starter, your odds aren't real good. That just happens to be a fact. That's the pod. That was the Padres' really only option. They're not going to go a full bullpen game. Clevenger, dude, they traded so many guys for him. So I think they should have had confidence in Clevenger to go three innings. He just didn't do it tonight. Uh, Maria says, pitch a bullpen game, figure it out. Uh, well, they kind of did, and the bullpen was yeah. a shutout. Um, this is fascinating. Just reading through this isn't isn't that a great call? If we came as close as to losing by only two with our four starter, yet we still shut down Mookie and Freeman. Yeah, I mean, losing by two, it's better than losing by five, like it was at one point. I agree. Um, 
Dodgers still won with Mookie and Freeman not doing anything. Look, the Dodgers are a great team. They're the best team in the National League. They have depth. <laughs> yeah. I think Maria's a Dodger fan. I don't know. Mike says, Maria, calm down for crying out loud. You won, remember? Be happy. Jesus, what do you like? What do you like when you lose? Yeah. Must be tough on Dodger fans when they lose. They don't do it a whole lot. I used to it. I mean, they do it in the postseason, but in the regular season, they didn't do it a whole lot. Um, That was an interesting one on the Manny and Soto one. Scroll down a little bit. Maria says, I like Manny, and I hate it when he gets booed at Dodger Stadium. We need to do better. Oh, so you are saying you're a Dodger fan. Also, I would rethink signing Soto. Just saying. No, S. Uh, I think Juan Soto is a pretty darn good player. Yeah. Uh, and Dodger fans, they're going to boo Manny. They're mad that he didn't win a World Series for them in 2018. They probably think that he, them and Bill Plaschke, probably think that he didn't hustle because he was trying to have the Red Sox win and not have the Dodgers win a World Series. And he knew he was going to sign with the Padres the whole time, just thinking about those conspiracy theories or whatever, even though he probably never had the Padres on his radar. He'd never met yeah. A.J. Preller before, didn't know who he who he was uh, until the offseason. Yeah. They're, they're just mad that he's on the Padres and they have Justin Turner and Max Muncy playing third base. Um, Brisk says, we were low-key destined to lose tonight. I don't know about – I mean, yeah, having it's our first starter against the ace, yeah, that, that's yeah. – you're probably going to lose. Uh, I don't know about destined. I mean, there were just some things that didn't work out for the Padres tonight. If Cleb would have pitched better, if Myers didn't make the air, if Myers' smashed ground ball in the six would have went a few feet to the right, like maybe the game changes and the Padres would have been tied 4-4. And who knows, maybe they would have won later. I don't know. The Padres' bullpen was pitching really, really well. And the Padres, they were getting some hits. They were getting some base runners, one or base runners here and there. Uh, against the Dodger bullpen, so who knows? But they lost, and you got to move on. That was that, and you hope that the Padres can show up in Game 2 with you, Darvish, on the mound. I don't think they're going to try to lose that one, Jacob, huh? Uh, I would hope not. Like they tried uh, to lose tonight? They, yeah, they tried you know, they, to lose they tonight. Did, you know? They did try throwing this one, but I think with you on the mound, they'll be good, yeah. Yeah. Brandon asked, do you think Drury should bat instead of Bell against Phil? Oh, did you think, I think is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, no, no. Um, I was fine with it. I, I think Bell just, I mean, he struck out. I mean, yeah, Drury could have struck out too. Anyone they yeah. could have put in that situation could have struck out too. It was a fastball up. That's an enticing pitch. Manny struck out on that pitch in the wild card series against the Mets a few times. One was them against, one was against DeGrom and, you know, people, some people yeah. in the fan base bashed him for that. And then he came through the next day, and everyone shut up. So uh, it's just – and they, I guess they forgot the homer he hit off of Scherzer the night before. Um, it's just yeah. – no. I'm not second-guessing decisions, really, that Bowmel made tonight. Some things just don't work out. Uh, you could make the argument he should have pulled Clev a little earlier, I guess. Maybe you could say that. But other than that, I mean, everything else worked. All the relievers he put in didn't give up any runs. Uh, mm -hmm. Crony put him in the lineup tonight. Got two hits when people didn't want him in the lineup. So, I mean, no, it was fine. Um, Mike asks, why did they trade for Drury if they were going to pinch hit for him 
in a clutch situation by a guy who never pinch hits. Well, here, look. It is the postseason, so they're going for matchups. And Josh Bell, he's a switch hitter, so he can he's going to get the favorable matchup at least righty versus lefty, lefty versus righty, that type of thing. He's going to get that regardless of who he faces. And so that's why they had Josh Bell pinch hit. Um, he was was he a, he was a lefty in that spot, right? I think he yep. he hits better as a lefty, and mm-hmm. so they that situation presented itself where Bell could be a lefty, and that's what happened. They had yep. no pinch hit. It didn't work out. Okay, it didn't work out. Uh, Mike says, "All right, he's telling our bedtimes. Uh, it's after eleven. Everyone should go to bed. Big game tomorrow night. Everyone's going to need their rest. You too, Maria. We want you in a good mood." Um, Oh, yeah, Mike says, Maria back here. She says, oh, only if the Dodgers win. Yeah, Bill, feel free to join us again tomorrow after the game. Hopefully, Maria's totally pissed off. Um, I mean, <laughs> Give me the we don't need the rest. I mean, I guess we do. I mean, we're not playing tomorrow. Um, so, no, the, the players class, are the ones that need not, the rest. I'm not playing, so. Yeah. Um, no, we're Padres fans. We're big Padres fans, and Dude, I mean, I, I could do this for two, three hours. I, I mean, I did an hour pregame oh, yeah. show today when I usually do it for like 20, 30 minutes. It's the playoffs. I'll, I can talk all day about it. Uh, Jacob probably oh. doesn't want to, though, so that's why we're going to end it here in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, wanna, so what I do you want to hear more about Maria and Mike, like, going <laughs> at it? Like, that's the drama I'm liking right now. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, at least put a super chat in there, Maria. You're providing us with a lot of entertainment. Um, Michael says, I'll be here, Maria. Mike, uh, let's be back tomorrow and spark up some drama in here. LFGSD. Yeah, hopefully you can do that after a Padres win. Piss off Maria. Maria comes back and says, Dave Roberts sucks, and he should have shouldn't have pulled Kershaw here, or he should have pulled Kershaw, and he didn't. I miss those um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Uh, what are you expecting tomorrow out to of Darvish? I mean, for me personally, quality start. I mean, more like what are you expecting out of the game? I mean, with Kershaw, I can't say that I'm expecting the guy to go dominate the Padres because he just doesn't – he he has not dominated in the postseason despite uh, – or unless you include 2020 when he had his arm fully healthy because he only pitched for two months instead of six prior to that. Yeah, um, I mean – It's Kershaw. You never know. You're either going to get an ace or you're going to get, like, absolute garbage, I I think. You know, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen to anyone. I mean, we saw that with Justin Verlander earlier today. He got shelled, um, and he's a Cy Young candidate. So, it just – it can happen to anyone. Um, I'm expecting you, Darvish, and Clayton Kershaw to kind of have a pitcher's duel, I think, um, at least for a good five innings or so, five, six innings from both. I'm expecting you to go about six. I'm hoping for at least six from you, Darvish. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, get yeah. Bullpen, get the bullpen a little bit a little bit of rest. I mean, we still got Garcia as far as uh, Hater if we need it. Um, so, and I'm expecting the offense to show up. Um, it's against the lefty. I feel Manny crushes lefties. Um, you got Drury. You know, Myers crushes lefties. Just, we don't know who's going to play, um, obviously. Um, but you know, I feel like we have favorable versus lefties. I feel like Trent Grisham has done better versus lefties at times. Um, so it's anyone's game, but, you know, I feel like if we can come back and just bounce back and attack early, 
like I saw a comment, I think it was somewhere up here. He said, take a page out of the Phillies book and just attack early, be aggressive. I think that that's That's what the Phillies did earlier today against the Braves, yeah. I mean, with Gersh, I mean, you know, the bomb he hit in 2020, obviously off of Kershaw, I think that was a hanging breaking ball. Like, just mm-hmm. capitalizing on the times that Kershaw hangs the breaking ball. He's going to throw it. He likes throwing it consistently. When he has it, he's going to continue throwing it. And so you hope that one of those times that he leaves it over the middle of the plate, the Padres aren't watching it. There were some pitches tonight where it was breaking ball and they were watching it the whole time. Yeah. Um, when he's throwing, If he's going to throw the fastball early in counts, capitalize off of that. In terms of the lineup tomorrow, uh, I'd probably – I mean, Drury might get in there because, I mean, yeah, he's a lefty specialist. So, yeah, I agree. You probably have him in there. They're probably still going to put Myers out there at first. I mean, mm-hmm. he's still the best defensive first baseman on the roster. Crony's still going to be in there. So, you probably might see the same lineup same that there lineup, was today. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that you need to change much or anything. Profar, Soto, Manny, Drury, Myers, uh, Crony. Maybe you switch uh, Crony and Myers or whatever. Um, but you, you just don't want to have some pockets where Dave Roberts can go to a lefty for a full inning or anything like that, or a righty for a full inning. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, same bottom three, you got uh, Kim, Grish, Nola. That's, what's, that's what it's going to be. So, um, yeah. look, I like their chances to win tomorrow. They're going to be in the game. I mean, I'm, I would be very, very stunned if we see a start like today. Not, I mean, Darvish isn't going to go more than three innings, but I'd be very surprised if yeah. – you know, Darvish stinks it up like Clev did in terms of like missing spots. Yeah. The Dodgers might uh, kind of like how Grish had that great home run off to Grom. To Grom hit a spot and Grish just hit it oppo. You could see yeah. that with some velocity that Darvish provides. Um, but I think the big key tomorrow, obviously, and I'll say this on the pregame show probably tomorrow, is just seeing what Darvish can do in that first inning, right? Because those struggles, when they come, it feels like it's when he's first in the game. And as the game goes on, he really settles in. Yeah, and exactly. once that happens, the other team's not scoring. So you hope that we see a start like that Mets start where he just doesn't give up runs. Um, and if that happens, I like the Padres' chances to get something off of Kershaw. And definitely, I like their chances to get something off of the Dodgers' bullpen, especially when they use Phillips and Vessier and guys like that tonight. And they don't have a firm closer. And so I hope that, you know, with the off day on Thursday, we'll see Suarez, Garcia, and Hayter tomorrow, no matter what, uh, even if they're losing, just keep them in the game. Um, And I I expect it to be competitive, and I expect the Padres win tomorrow. I mean, taking one out of two at Dodger Stadium, make it a best of three. I've said this countless times already today. That's a win, I think, when we're talking about this road trip, these two games at Dodger Stadium. Splitting them, coming back home, turning into a best of three, Snell, Musgrove, Darvish for those last three potentially. I mean, I like their chances with that. Yeah, big time. I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to shrink it down as much as you can. Uh, You want to steal one on the road because you have to if you want to move on, obviously. Um, And you want to preferably do it earlier rather than later so you don't have that late pressure of, you know, having to win three in a row if you lose this one. Um, And you obviously um, you want, you know, this game to go as smoothly as possible. You want Darvish to go as deep as you can. But at the end of the day, you just want to win. You got to do anything you can to win. 
prioritize, you know, scoring runs, obviously. But, you know, as we said, Darvish sometimes gets in jams, especially in the earlier innings. Um, you know, first and second innings, he gets in, you know, sometimes a lot. First, second, maybe second and third. Um, he, uh, most of the time he gets out of it, I'd say. Um, but, you know, you never know against the Dodgers team. I see a lot of comments right now that are saying, you know, this Dodgers team is, you know, not the same as other teams he's faced or something like that. Um, and that's obvious. I mean, they're the best team in baseball, but it's also you, Darvis. He was just the September pitcher of the month. Um, yeah. I mean, the Mets, he, the Mets won over 100 games. They have yeah. talent. They had talent in that lineup, and Darvish shoved against them. Exactly. I mean, and, and you, I see a lot of, or there was one comment that said, like, you know, you, you can't assume that he'll go six innings right off the bat. Why why not? I mean, that's our ace. No, no, no. We, well, I don't know if assume, but we're expecting it. He's our ace. Yeah. Like that's you, the thing. If it's the postseason and your ace is throwing, you're expecting them to go six innings at least, and sometimes seven, like Musgrove did Sunday. Like, that's what you're expecting. This isn't exactly. Mike Clevenger that's starting. If it was no. Clevenger, we'd have different expectations, like I did today before the game. It's not. It's you, Darvish. Yeah, and I mean, the Dodgers, they, they have, I mean, three or four number ones in their pitching rotation right now. Um, and you you have, when you have your guy, your number one against their, one of their number ones, you got to expect your guy to win, you know, at least half of the time, you know. You, you got to expect him to go deep into the game and save that pen and hopefully have some run support where – it's a closer game than it was earlier today where it's more competitive, you know, earlier in the game rather than later on when, you know, they already have a lot of the momentum. Uh, see, that's, I just wanted to address that because I saw that and it was like, I, I, I'm not going to expect him just because he's playing the best team in baseball to not have a good game because good pitchers show up against good teams. And that that's what I'm expecting out of you Darvish tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah. I did see, I got a voicemail. I don't know who this is from. But want to play it? Let's. It's twenty seconds. We'll see what it is. Uh, hey there, guys. So in game one and game three, it looks like we had a lot of run support uh, coming from runners on second and third base. Just wanted to know what you guys thought that the Padres could do uh, going on with the series when we have runners in scoring position. Because a lot of opportunities today, we couldn't convert. Just want to know what you think. Thank you. So I don't know who did that, but I appreciate that. Um, if anyone listening or watching uh, the show wants to send in a voicemail, we haven't had that in a while. Uh, usually it's through the chat and stuff. But if you want to do that, feel free. Uh, the voicemail number, 619-335-5770. 619-335-5770. So to answer that question, I mean, what can they do with runners in scoring position? Uh, convert. I mean, today they, I, I know this, I guess this is kind of like the David Ortiz do something different. I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if it's about do something different, like change it up. There's nothing to really change up. Like they had the runner on second tonight in the sixth inning. Myers smashed the ball. Like sometimes that's baseball. Now there's sometimes where guys don't swing at pitches that are strikes and it's like, well, they probably should swing at that pitch. But um, I mean, just attack. Don't don't get behind in counts with runners in scoring position. I'll say that. Um, I mean, it's a good question. I think just hitters knowing the pitcher uh, and attacking when they see that weakness, 
when they see that pitcher go to that weakness, uh, throw that pitch, leave it down the middle, uh, pretty much just capitalize on mistakes. There's sometimes with runners in scoring position where the pitcher, they win the battle. Like you, sometimes yeah. they just throw the perfect pitch um, or they get a call from the umpire on a 1-1 count and that totally changes the at-bat and now you're behind and they're throwing a breaking ball and it's just nasty and no one can hit it. Um, sometimes you just can't control that, but controlling the things you can control, if that makes sense. That's what I would say to that. Yeah, that's all you can do. I mean, convert, have better at-bats. You pretty much said exactly what I was going to say. I mean, there's not much you can really do other than uh, play your best foot forward and have the best approach and capitalize on mistakes. Right. Yeah. All right. This has been fun. Episode 248 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Gaglionbros.com is the website. Uh, great stuff there. Thank you, Jacob, for coming on. Padres, Dodgers, NLDS. Didn't get off to the start that we wanted, but we got game two tomorrow or game two today if you're listening or watching on replay. And you Darvish is on the mound. I'm confident that they can win game two. And uh, we'll see if they can. If they don't, then they're probably going to be in trouble. Uh, but what I wanted from this series is a competitive series. Game one was competitive. And so right now, I'll, I'll take that. It was disappointing they lost. But, hey, you got to move on. And let's hope they can win game two. So for Jacob Zimmerman, Ben Fadden, we're going to sign off. Thank you so much. Have a good night, everyone. Go Padres. And I'll be back for the pregame show tomorrow or on uh, October 12th. And uh, that's that. All right. See you, everybody.